0: Hey Lifeline, if we've never met before, my name is Luke and we are on week two of a series called Friends and Family. And to start off our time together tonight, I want you to answer a question, okay? Here it is. Uh, What is, in your opinion, the most difficult or complicated job you could have? So picture yourself in the future, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you're like, I got the worst or most complicated, challenging job. What is it? Now, I want you to share that with someone next to you. And I'll give you 7 to 10 seconds to do so. Okay. uh, There are a few that came to mind for me as I was thinking of this question. The first is a rocket scientist. Now, I don't know any rocket scientists, but I know that I was pretty much a C student in science. And I don't even know, I wouldn't even know where to start with rockets. And I think rocket science has to do something with rockets and science. Anyways, that would be challenging and complicated for me. Another one, is uh, a brain surgeon. I do know one brain surgeon, but he seems stressed out and tired all the time. And I just think that job has got to be challenging. Or maybe another one you said is like a garbage person, like knowing where to drive, where to pick it up. And just like the the challenging nature of dealing with trash <laughs> Uh Maybe that's that was on your list. I don't know. And the reason I even bring up this question is because we're in a series on friends and family. And I believe that uh, the most challenging or complicated job a person could have is trying to raise you burn. I got you good there. No, I I don't mean you specifically. Like you. Yes, you, Billy. Burn. No, not like that. But just parenting in general is challenging and complicated. And I know maybe what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, no, he's going to talk to us about parents. My dad is awkward. My mom is unreasonable with her expectations and Luke is going to lecture us that we need to be better kids and this I'm going to go to the bathroom uh, and just peace out during this conversation Uh, but you just have to admit that your parents have a difficult job some of them have jobs like careers they spend a lot of time uh, trying not only like hanging out with you or being there for you, or trying to help navigate uh, your life with you. But they also think a lot about you, and how to help you, and how to encourage you. And on top of all of this, they are an imperfect person trying to navigate their own thoughts, feelings, anxieties, worries. They are human. Now you're like, okay, now he's talking some truth here. He said my mom wasn't perfect, and that... I can get behind. Well, listen, I think you in your life have an opportunity uh, to significantly improve the life of your parents. And I think you have an opportunity to, uh, to care for them in, in ways you haven't cared for them before. Yes, I know parents can be difficult. Yes, I know uh, there are maybe things that they've said or they've uh, done to you or haven't said to you that you feel like there's uh, a gap in your life. And maybe the last thing that you want to talk about or even think about is how to improve this relationship. But what if I told you this was a missed opportunity in your life? Like, Uh, You've been maybe operating under love my friends, love my enemies, or try to. Love the weird kid at school. Tolerate my parents. Survive 18 years of uh, them bossing me around and then leaving the home and maybe sending them a postcard every once in a while. What if I told you you you're missing out on something? That uh, God has you in uh, the family you are in, not just so that you can learn from your parents' life and wisdom and those things, but that they could be raised by you. Now, when I say they could be raised by you, I'm not talking about like you making them lunch to take to work or you bossing them around. I'm talking about them being raised by you as far as like lifted or encouraged or their quality of life being better you have an opportunity to raise your parents, to encourage them. And I want to show you how you can do that. And I think it could transform your relationship with them, and it could actually change not just your life, but their lives. So how we're going to do this is we're going to look at a New Testament letter called Colossians. And it's a a book in the New Testament where Paul, this early church leader and planter, is writing to a group of new followers of Jesus. Now, these new followers of Jesus lived in the city of Colossae. And they were trying to figure out, okay, we live in this place that is kind of a owned by Rome. There there are certain people that live a certain way, and now we are following Jesus. How do we do that in our households? How do we do that in just our everyday lives? And Paul's like, I will tell you. And so he writes them this letter, and he writes it to uh, uh, adults, to uh, parents, to wives and husbands. He also writes it to young people, to children, to to students. And within all of this, you and I are going to learn how we can raise our parents. So if you have a Bible, uh, go to Colossians chapter 3, and that is where we're going to be jumping around seeing how we can raise our parents. So we are going to be in Colossians chapter 3, And for the first way that I think you could raise your parents, I want to go to verse 17. So check this out. This is Paul talking to the group of believers in Colossae. This is what he says. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Paul's saying, whatever you do, whatever you do, Uh, Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do it as if you are doing it for God himself. And I want to focus in. He kind of gives two uh, distinctions here. It's like anything you do in, what was it? Word and deed. In what you say, in what you do. In the words you use, and in the actions you live by. We'll talk about the actions in a little bit, but I want to focus on the words. Paul says, whatever you do in word, do it as if you're doing it to the Lord Jesus Christ. The first way that you can raise your parents, instead of tolerating them, instead of just kind of getting by, surviving this relationship, the first way you can encourage your parents is that you can raise them with your words. You can serve them with uh, how you talk to them. Now, if you're someone who's just trying to tolerate a relationship with your parents, you you could say thanks when they do a nice thing for you. You can uh, say I love you before you go to bed or whatever it is. But if you are someone who wants to raise your parents, who wants to encourage them, you can speak specific, kind, encouraging words to them. I don't know about you, but it feels so good when someone says, hey, I saw you do that thing and Amazing job. Or, hey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of who you are. I'm proud of what you're about. Or, hey, you're really good at that. Maybe you in your life have an encouraging word that really meant something to you. What if you could be that person for your parents? Like, what if you told your mom, like, uh, hey, I appreciate that you uh, spend time with me and my brothers and sisters. Like, it means a lot to me. Or what if you told your dad, "Hey, I value your wisdom and I want to say thank you." I think that one it's just a nice thing to do, but two, it, it can it can raise your parents. It can encourage them, it could lift them up. Parenting is hard. Parenting is challenging. Parenting is exhausting. And maybe God uh, desires to bless your parents through your words. And so my challenge to you this week, here it is. One word, one encouraging, specific word of encouragement to your parents to just remind them that you notice the hard work they're doing. Maybe it's in their relationship with you. Maybe it's in their jobs or career, but just one specific word of encouragement to your parents. And when you do this, God is pleased. God is blessed in this relationship that you have. So raise your parents with your words. Second way that we can raise our parents, uh, down in verse 20, Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, kids, young people, uh, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. I know you're thinking, okay, Again, Luke's going to lecture us about obeying, about getting home on time and going to sleep and brushing our teeth before we go to bed and those things. Listen, there is an opportunity here to uh, lift your parents up, to raise them with not just your words, but your work, your obedience, your uh, willingness to listen to them and take their advice and help out around the house can lift your parents' spirits in more ways than you know. And if you are someone that feels like, I don't possibly have the energy or the desire to do this. My, my parents don't deserve that from me. They don't, uh, they don't understand me. They're too hard on me. They're too, they put too much expectations on me. Listen, the people that you are serving, the people you are working for, may not, you may not feel like they deserve it. You may not feel that they are worthy of your obedience or of your hard work. But you can work and you can have joy and you can obey having joy in your heart because you are working for God. You are uh, working and God is is seeing you work for your parents. He's seeing the the hard work you're putting in and the way that you are showing how you love others, not just with what you say, but in what you do. So my second challenge to you this week, along with the one word, one specific word of encouragement, is uh, one work, one uh, task that you can do to your parents to show them that you love them. Maybe this looks like uh, taking the garbage out or emptying the dishwasher without them having to ask you. Maybe it looks like keeping your room just a little more clean, even though It doesn't really matter to you, but it matters to them. Maybe it looks like just doing whatever it is they ask you to do without grumbling or complaining and also in a a timely manner. It seems like something that's so small, but it can mean the world to your parents. And God is honored by you doing that. Even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't want to, You are lifting your parents up. You are encouraging them. You are raising them through your work. Remember, Paul said, whatever you do in word or in deed, in what you say and what you do, do it as if it's to God, in his honor, in his plan. Okay, so first one, how to raise your parents is in your your words. Second one is in your work. For the third one, I actually want to go back to verse 16. We start in verse 17, but I want to read the verse right before it because it's powerful. Check this out. Let the message of Christ, the news about who Jesus is and what he has done, dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish each other. With all the wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Let me rephrase that. Let everything about who Jesus is, his message, uh, what he stood for, the love that he has for us, uh, sink into our hearts, sink into our lives, and let it allow us to teach each other and admonish each other, correct or guide each other as we go about our lives. You are included in this. You are included in this plan, this desire, this calling to uh, teach and to correct and guide other people in Christ. And you are included in this in your relationship with your parents. See, the third way that you can raise your parents is with your faith. See, a lot of people, uh, my story particular. Uh, It was like, yeah, I grew up. My parents knew about God. They they loved God. They brought me to church, and then they taught me about God. And uh, it's kind of like they are the givers of the God material or the faith conversation, and I'm the receiver of the faith conversation or uh, God values. But what if God wanted to use you to raise the faith Of your parents? What if God has a specific opportunity for you to uh, raise your parents' awareness of who He is? See, this is so much more than just you being a good kid and having a, a, a decent relationship with your parents. This could change your parents' lives, whether they know God right now or they don't. What would it look like for you to share? what you think or what you know or what you've seen God do with your parents. Picture this. You, you have a conversation with your mom and you say, there are some, there are some questions I have about who God is that I've been wrestling with and I want to hear your opinions on it. Or what if you had a conversation with your dad or with both of your parents and you just said, uh, listen, I want to show you the ways in which God has shown up in my life as a way to encourage you. What if you talk to a parental figure in your life, maybe it's not your parents, and you just said, hey, I want to tell you this cool conversation I had at Lifeline. There are opportunities here, not just for them to be like, oh, good, she's reading her Bible, or oh, yes, he's learning something at Lifeline. No, but for them to get an experience of God through you. You share the thing you notice about God, and all of a sudden, they are more aware of where God is moving in their life. You share the hard questions you're wrestling with, and all of a sudden, they're starting to wonder, yeah, what about that? How can I learn more about God through that? You're sharing what you learned at Lifeline, and they're thinking, maybe I should be paying more attention to the sermons at church. There's opportunity here for your parents to experience the goodness of God because you shared. And so my last, my third and final challenge for you this week, we, are, we already have the one word, the one work, is one sharing moment about faith, about God, about Jesus. Maybe it's what you learned at Lifeline. Maybe it's a verse that has spoken to you. Maybe it's questions that you have, but one moment where you can slow down and talk to your parents and say, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm seeing in God. That can encourage them, that can lift them up, and that could allow them to see the goodness of God. I guess what I've been trying to kind of talk about or show you the value of is that you can do so much more than just tolerate your parents. You can do so much more than just kind of survive this awkward, weird, sometimes dysfunctional relationship with your parents. You can encourage them. And their lives can change because you are their kid. That is special. And that is an opportunity for you. And I hope you take it. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. And I thank you for the wisdom found in your word. And God, I know that in this conversation about parents, there are some people watching or listening right now that are like, my parents have done me so much wrong, so much hurt. And even the thought of doing right by them just seems unjust. God, I pray for those people that they would, uh, they would find help, that they would uh, turn to you who is just the, the perfect father that we need. And God, as we try to take on this challenge of one word and one work and one sharing moment, God, lead us in our relationship with our parents. Help us to uh, experience your goodness through these things and help us to uh, walk in joy knowing that we are doing the things you're calling us to do in this important relationship. And God, I pray uh, for no more normal parent and student relationships, that we would have Uh, relationships with our moms and our dads and our parent figures that are incredible, that are full of understanding and grace and truth from your word on both sides. That's my prayer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.